This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. Fetish Fridays. I have a good one for you today. Um, but if you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, either for Fetish Fridays or one of my regular days, I am always looking for callers. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody who calls into my show remains anonymous, even to me. Make up an email address, make up a name, call me from a block number. I don't really give a shit who you really are, like your name and location of where you live. But I want to hear your true story. That's really what I care about. So if you want to be on the show and talk about like your naughty secret life or your naughty not secret life or your interesting life, or if you have a problem and you're looking for some unprofessional advice because your friends just don't want to talk to you about it anymore, you can call into my show. Uh, just send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or just follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm at strict anonymous. That's at strict anonymous on Instagram or Twitter and DM me there. That's the quickest way to do it. If you want to call into my confessions hotline and just confess something while remaining anonymous, I changed the voices. Oh, yeah, I changed the voices on my regular episodes, too. That's the real way that everybody really remains anonymous is I change everybody's voice. Um, You could call my anonymous hotline 24-7. It's 347-420-3579. Make sure you're in a quiet place. A lot of confessions people are calling in with, I can't even hear them because uh, there's bad background noise. And so there you go. Okay, so today I have a great story for you. This guy called in, his name is Robert, and he was like, oh, you know, I've been seeing a male 
Dom. But let me tell you, this was not a guy that was always seeing male doms. This is a guy that started out like cross-dressing and you know at at one point he tried to fully cross-dress but then he's like I don't really like the makeup but he was into kind of dressing up and he started to see dominatrix he liked putting on sissy outfits and doing all that kind of good stuff and then in comes a guy a male dom and uh the way this male dom <laughs> got him into their quote unquote, I wouldn't say relationship, situationship and what and got him to actually hook up with him and become his sub is fascinating. He tells the story. I personally think this Dom groomed him. This guy, I said it on the episode, was a closer. Okay. He went in after Robert and Robert was reluctant. I mean, he went in very slowly every step of the way. He did not think he was ever going to hook up with a guy, but not only did he hook up with him. I mean, you wouldn't believe the situation that was going on at this guy's house. Okay. He has a wife. They're hardcore swingers. He's got a basement professional dungeon going on. And he, like I said, is a professional. The way he got Robert to not only submit that one time, but, you know, fully get into guy on guy action. He kept going back, still with them to this day. He talks about the wife. He talks about the threesome kind of situation that went down for his birthday and what they bought him and what he wear, wore and all that kind of good stuff. It is fascinating. Okay. The whole story is fascinating. Half of it is the build up to him being coaxed into this situation to begin with. And then the second half is him in the situation and what goes down. There's a lot of details in this one and it's truly fascinating. You're not going to complain that I interrupted him at all because I just had to sit there and listen because he told the story really well. Does that make sense? Grammatically speaking. (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm going to be right back on Robert. Hi, Robert. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for calling in. It's kind of funny. I mean, you know, these aren't going to air at the same time, but I did actually just tape a dom who sees like straight guys on the side. You know, he's a gay dom, actually, and he sees you know, straight men, married men. And, you know, your email started out to me like I've, I'm a guy and I've been seeing a dom and blah, blah, blah. But, and I was like, oh my God, what if it's the same fucking guy? But then you're like, but I also <laughs> know his wife. And I was like, oh, this isn't the same dom. This is a straight guy who's oh. like seeing guys on the side. And I already had a million questions like, does his wife know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, why don't you tell me your story? Um, I don't know how far back you want me to start, but um, basically, you're just a pretty kinky guy. Um, I've had a lot of different adventures over the years and um, always enjoyed. I, I, I had a, uh, like in college, I had a kinky girlfriend and we experimented a lot and kind of tried different things and everything. And um, even before that, when I was even younger, I, I was just kind of kinky and and learning, learning about things. Uh, and then after college, 
I kind of missed that. So I ended up starting to see different professional doms and, mm-hmm. and uh, female doms. And I did that quite a bit. I ended up like there was one, one uh, dom. I ended up seeing her for like several years. We became very good friends. And um, it was an interesting kind of thing because sometimes I would do sessions and pay. And then other times I had to do stuff for her, like at her house or whatever, and maybe get a little bit of a session in trade. But we were definitely friends, um, but also a business relationship, if that kind of makes sense. But yeah. she was really cool. She was really cool because she would always kind of push my limits a little bit mm-hmm. and um, always was kind of, you know, just trying different things and stuff. But there was, so I learned a lot of things that I ended up liking with her, you know, that I didn't, didn't know I'd ever really like. And, um, and then I played with other doms, you know, where I live, there's a lot of places that have, um, like professional dungeons where you don't even have to make an appointment. You can just walk in and they'll have a couple of doms on duty and you can set up a session right then and there and play with them. And I did that. I've done that over the years a lot and seen quite a few different, um, you know, and it always has um, like a kind of a, a flair to like dressing up and some bondage and playing and those kind of things. Because that's what I did with my first, you know, kinky experience with my girlfriend in college. That ended up all around um, panties. And oh, okay. I bought her some panties. Mm-hmm. I bought her panties and she didn't like them. There were these satin panties and she's like, you know, I like cotton panties. I was like, well, I like satin ones. And she said, then you should wear them. So we kind of laughed. I put them on and we both loved it. Wow. And it was okay. Like, okay. This mm-hmm. is kind of cool. So then I'll never forget. We were in her dorm and I had those on. And within 20 minutes, she's digging through her drawer. And luckily I'm, I'm kind of a small guy. And luckily we basically were the same size. So within about 20 minutes, she had like different lingerie things out. She's like, I want you to try this on. I want you to try this on. And I just kind of went with it. Like, you know, it's just kind of fun and everything. So um, we ended up having, we, we ended up having sex a lot when I was wearing her lingerie and we both liked it. And I was like, this is really cool, you know? And, and the fact that I could, I could put all this stuff on everything was, was fun. And she started liking it more to the point where uh, it was funny. Like the the when we uh, turned just right after we turned 21, everybody wants to go to Las Vegas. So we went to Las Vegas, and everybody thought we were going there to gamble. And the reason we went there was because we had found a place that they did like makeovers for guys to turn them into girls. Oh, really? And uh, that, yeah, it was like the, the whole place they specialized in that. So I was up for it. I was like, I want to see too. And she, she's like, I'm not good enough at makeup, but I want to see it and everything. So we had this whole trip. It was just so cool planned out mm-hmm. about, you know, what, what I was going to wear and we were going to go do, then we were going to get dressed up and go out. And after, you know, I was dressed and everything. So we went to this place. I was kind of nervous, but not too nervous. Cause it was like a commercial establishment. The, the, the lady there, I mean, that's what she did. She turned guys into girls. What was the name of it? With makeup. Do you remember? Um, I think it's still there. It's in Vegas. It's still there. It's like male to female transformation or something like that. I can't remember, but I believe it's still there. Okay. Um, and she was 
she was just really a very, very nice lady and really put, put us at ease, you know, and, and went there. She did all the makeup and it took quite a while. And I remember sitting in the chair and she's doing all the makeup and uh, I couldn't see in the mirror. And then uh, they both picked out a wig for me to put on and they were talking about it and they were having fun, just kind of chit chatting and everything. And, and I back up, I, they ended up, uh, I was just wearing like just regular clothes, but we had brought in a regular, like nice looking girl's outfit that we had bought together that I remember it was like a polka dot skirt and a white blouse and everything. So it was, it was really cool that, you know, like we're going to try this. So she did all the makeup. It took like an hour and put it on me and put the wig on me and everything. And then turned around, I was blown away about what I looked like. Mm-hmm. And we ended up, uh, I got dressed and I felt really pretty comfortable uh, the way the whole thing looked and everything. And so that we walked around and some of the casinos like that went back to the room and ended up, we were both really horny and we had sex and it was a lot of fun, but it was when we were done, we, I remember we talked about it and I remember I was in the bed. I didn't have a wig on anymore and some of the clothes, but most not. And I had my makeup all over my face and everything. And she's like, so what do you think? And I remember we both were like, it was cool, but, it's more about the clothes. It wasn't like, I just didn't want to do the makeup anymore, but it was always the, the clothes and the lingerie and stuff. So, so then when I, we, we ended up moving on our separate ways. And then when I started playing with doms, it was always about sissy outfits and that kind of stuff, but not about getting completely made up, just outfits and the, the feminization part of it, the, uh-huh. you know, made outfits and real frilly stuff. And, that usually goes along with some type of humiliation. So there was that the one dom that I played with for a long time, she had a lot of subs. And I remember she kept telling me, you know, we're going to uh, bring a, another guy and another sub. And, you know, you guys are going to have to at least be in the same room. And I was just like, I'm just not into it. You know, it's not, I, it's just nothing I want to do. I, no thanks, you know. And she always respected that. She'd tease me about it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I know one time when I got there to do a session, she, there was a guy that she was dating and he was there. And we, I remember we talked, but I was just in normal clothes and he knew I was there to do a session, but didn't know what kind of session or whatever. And I remember that was, that was like almost more, I almost had to like not do the session because I was like, just not my thing. I don't want to, you know, this is not what I want to do. And then at the, the bondage, uh, like the dungeons, sometimes there's like, uh, guy there you know i mean i think there's probably always a guy there somewhere you know for like security or something but right. sometimes i'd see a guy like at the front desk or whatever and they were always you know that's what they worked for so they didn't it didn't really you know not good or bad or anything it was just like that's just part of the business um and i know one time when i was doing a, a session at the at the place we were going to go from one room to another and i was wearing like a, a dress and heels and everything and we wanted to go to another room that had different equipment and we went walking down the hallway a guy who worked there was at one end of the hallway and i was just like mortified i was like you know and it was dark and got in there and i mean kind of threw off the session i was like it's just not my thing i just i was just almost too embarrassed you know about having like you know it was like something i wanted to do with female doms and for whatever reason you know and and they were always cool about it 
good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. So then fast forward, you know, up until about, you know, maybe, I guess, almost seven, eight months ago now, I had never done anything with, you know, a guy or a male dom or anything. And I've read the stories about the forced buy and all that. And I don't mind it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. So uh, it's, but it's always like, there's, there's a, a lot of stuff. They call it, uh, can't remember what the acronym is. It's uh, it's CFNM, closed, cl- closed female, naked male. I always thought those were really cool stories where there's a bunch of, of women, and then maybe the the male is is like they say naked, but I always thought you know being dressed up and all that. Those were always cool stories. So, but on my set life, I ended up posting some pictures from that I had taken on myself, and then one of the doms took me took pictures of of me one time and kind of dressed up in different things. And I just posted like the, the bottoms of those, like kind of anonymously on my set life. And I'd get different, you know, sometimes, you know, Hey, cute, cute outfit, nice, mm-hmm. whatever. And they were from guys. And I always just, you know, was like, whatever. And I just delete it, but you know, nice compliment, but I'd delete it. And then one day a while back, I get a, a thing and, and uh, it was from a, a, a guy and it said, those are really cute panties, you know, and, and I, for whatever reason, I replied back, thanks. And I don't even know why I was like, whatever, thanks. Right. So then he, he, te- he sends me another email and says, you know, do you have a lot of different things or ask some questions? And I'm like, whatever, you know, so I, I answer him. And so then we end up being online at the same time. So as soon as I answer him, he's already typing back. So we sit there and we type back and forth for 20 or 30 minutes. And I'm sitting there thinking how odd that I'm sitting there telling some dude, you know, about how big my panty drawer is and all the different stuff I have and everything. So then he, you know, but it was, I was like, yeah, I'm bored. And it's kind of cool. So then he says, you know, I'd love to see what all you have. And I've, I've looked at his profile and his profile. Um, he's got a lot of pictures of uh, uh, his like dungeon that he's got set up in his basement um you know a lot of equipment and like high-end stuff like not just cheap stuff like high like stuff you would see at a professional dungeon that i've been to and pictures of, of women in his dungeon and um it said on his first thing that he was a, a dom and then he says he's a swinger and he's um mostly straight but you know different you know likes different things and 
so I was looking through all of his fetishes and stuff, and he liked cross-dressers. So I was like, yeah, you know, it's kind of fun talking to him. So we keep talking, and that ends it. And then over the next week or two, we talked several more times on on that, on that FetLife, just on emails. And then one day he's like, hey, why don't you give me a call? I'm tired of typing. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk to some guy. You know? so yeah. I kind of think about it for a while and everything, and then, he sends another one. He's like, well, he said, I don't know if you're still on, but, um, you know, I'm going to be here all evening. You know, give me a call if, if you feel like talking. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. No, thanks. So I, th- that was like in the afternoon. And then that evening, I, you know, done everything. And I was like in bed and I'm kind of flipping through my phone. And I start thinking about it and I'm like, huh, I'm kind of bored, you know. I'll call this guy just as, you know, I'm bored and just, so I call him and, and we start talking and he's really smooth. He's like just pretty normal guy and and just having a conversation. We really didn't talk anything about fetish at all. We were talking actually about there was a uh, it was it was like right at the end of the the Stanley Cup of, of that. We were talking about the hockey game that was going on and he liked it and. Uh, I kind of, I know a little bit about it, you know, so we can talk about that, like just all regular stuff and didn't talk about anything, but it's, it's kind of, but he was really smooth. So I was like, ah, oh, pretty, pretty cool guy, you know? So we ended up hanging up and I remember laying there thinking, well, that was kind of weird that this guy knows that I like to, you know, wear all these clothes and do this stuff. Um, and, and I just talked to him like just a regular conversation, you know? So then he ends up, he, he texts my number and says, Hey, you know, I hope you don't mind if I text you it was nice talking to you, you know, we should talk again. And I'm like, okay, sure. So a couple of days later, you know, he texts me, Hey, I haven't heard back from you. Um, you know, you want to give me a call or something? So I'm like, no, I really, you know, I don't know why, I don't know why, you know, but I don't, all right. So I, I call his number and we start talking. And then this time he's like, Hey, you know, I've looked at your pictures. Have you looked at mine? And I said, yeah. And in his pictures, there's no pictures of him at all. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, you know, it looks like you have really nice equipment, you know, in your dungeon. It looks like you have. A... So he explains basically that him and his wife are swingers, and that they have like like swinging parties at their house occasionally. He said they used to have a bunch of parties at their house. I guess they're really well known in that community, and but she's not into any of the BDSM stuff. And he said, but you know, she's obviously really open minded, and he said and. We were talking to him about the whole swinging thing because I've never done anything like that. But mm-hmm. Pretty interesting to hear about it. So we talked a lot about swinging and, and he was telling me about, you know, and I even asked him, I was like, so do you hook up with guys or girls? And he's like, no, in that lifestyle, he said, just girls. And he's like, you know, so he said, I, I you know, I, I'm a, he said, I'm probably bi, but, you know, it's just always girls. And he said his wife was, was bi and he said that he didn't mind his wife. I remember asking him, like, so does she hook up with guys? And he's like, oh, all the time. And he's like, it doesn't bother me a bit. You know, it's pretty sexy. She's happy, you know. And he's, he's telling me, I, there's guys that come over to the house. And he said there's sometimes that they're just in the bedroom by themselves. And he was, like, cool with it. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, pretty open-minded. Yeah. He said, and he said, and also, he said, then sometimes I have people in the basement and I play with them, you know, and she's, you know, she doesn't care. She doesn't, really, you know, so he's telling me all about that. And I'm like, what a weird, you know, thing, but he's so nonchalant. And then there's enough like 
stuff. Like he even tells me the name of their, their swingers like club and they have a web page. And so I mean, it's pretty legitimate. So when I hang up that conversation and it was just kind of my mind, like, wow, what a, what a cool lifestyle that, you know, they're just whatever the, whatever they want to do. It's like, it sounds like they're good with each other, you know, let them. So like the very next day, he sends me a text and said, so when do you want to come visit my dungeon? I was like, fuck, <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I remember just being like mortified. I read that text over and over because, you know, I thought, of course, I'm not going to. But for some reason, I kept thinking, I actually might go to this and, and see this guy, you know. And it was so I I kept uh, reading the text. Finally, I text him back and I'm like, you know, what is it that you want to do? And he said, well, I've read your your fetishes and you've read mine. He said, there's a lot in common, so we could have fun. And he does, he's pretty nonspecific. And so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so he said, well, think about it, you know, and the next day he's like, so you want to come over on Saturday night? <laughs> I'm like. He knows how to close <laughs> the deal, okay? This guy is a closer, yeah. okay? Yeah. He's a fucking closer. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. Yeah, Wait, so that's I'm, a smart tactic. Like he's giving you the time in the day. <laughs> Yeah, so, and this is like, I think it was on a Thursday. Yeah. So I remember all day long, I, had, I haven't responded back, and but I hadn't said, I hadn't said no, but I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah. it's not, not my thing. So I, I hadn't said no or anything, you know, so I just kind of ignore it all day. So then he texts me again on my phone, and he said, you know, obviously uh, you're thinking about it. You know, and he said, I take no news as good news. He said, so I've blocked off Saturday night for you. I hope this will work out or something to that effect. You know, like puts a little more pressure, but not not bad pressure. But just like like pretty, pretty cool about it. He's like, it'd be fun if this if we can make this work. So I, I didn't answer all that day. So then on on the next day, that must have been a, a Friday, I think. And he's like, so, um, you know, are you coming over tomorrow night? So I remember I'm holding my phone, I'm looking at it, and I'm going to put in, you know, thanks, but no thanks. But I, I type thanks, and then I type, uh, is seven still good or something? Like oh, my God, time. hilarious. I and, and, and I'm like, holy fuck, you know. And, and I, he was, like, I I know, and I'm sure every Dom you talk to, there's flaky guys, you know, and I know I was guilty a couple times of, I set appointments with Dom's and I chickened out. And so I was thinking with this guy, cause he'd been pretty cool to talk to. I was like, I don't want to have him make a point, you know, a, a, a time for me on a Saturday when it sounds like they have a lot going on and me screwing up a Saturday. I just didn't want to be that guy. So, so then I was like, all right, and then I'm going to tell him, you know, I can't do it. You know, can't, sorry, thanks, whatever. He texts back and he's like, yeah, seven's good. He's like, uh, tomorrow, he said, tomorrow I'll give you your directions or whatever. And, and this is the area of town I'm in. So you can plan your drive and I'll give you all the, all your directions tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm thinking tomorrow early in the morning, I'll tell him, Hey, thanks, but no thanks. That way you can still do something. Well, then in the morning he texts me and he's like, I prefer mostly white. And I'd like, you know, you to have a new outfit on for me to show me that, you know, that you want this. And, 
you know, like a whole bunch of directions. It was a long text. And he's like, and I'll see you at, you know, at seven and we'll, you know, we'll get to know each other. And so, and it even said, you know, I prefer you to go buy, you know, I wanted to give you time to go shopping today or something like that. So I remember thinking, well, I'm not going to go shopping. I've got stuff and I'm not going to go anyway. So next thing I know, I'm at the mall. <laughs> oh my God, luckily, I love your luckily, so funny. Luckily, with, because I'm, I'm just not, I, I can find a lot of stuff that fits me. Yeah. Because I'm not very big, so... So I remember I walking around the mall and of course, you know, it's like a, a magnet right to Victoria's Secret. And I love that store anyway. And so I'm in there walking around, I'm looking at things and and I'm like specifically looking for white things because mm-hmm. he said he prefers white. I'm like, and I'm sitting there thinking, this is bizarre. You know, I'm not really going to do this, but it'd be fun to, to buy the right outfit. You know, before I cancel, it'll be fun to buy the right outfit. Cause I'm going to cancel one, you know, but, but either way, it'd be cool just to know, you know, that I've, so, you know, I'm still kind of looking around and all of a sudden, you know, when I find like lingerie that I like it, it just pops out. So I find this beautiful, it's panties and a garter belt. And it has like a, a, like a corset top and it's all one real nice outfit. And so I was like, I'm going to buy that because I want it anyway. But, you know, not because he's ever going to see it. I want it, you know. And I thought maybe I'll just send a picture and say, I got this, but I'm not coming over. And thanks, bye. And, and so I buy it. And then I remember thinking, well, maybe at the most I'll go over there. I'll let him see this outfit and I'll tell him thanks and we'll leave. <laughs> so I remember I was sitting there trying it on at home. And I'm sitting there looking in the mirror thinking, well, I hope he likes it. And it was just, I was like, I can't wrap my head around. Why do I, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kept thinking, I'm I'm not going to go, you know, but, you know, here I, you know, here I am. So then as the time was looking at when this was what time I'd have to like, you know, take a shower and get ready and then drive over there and all that. That time's getting closer. So I'm in the shower and I'm taking a shower and I'm like, well, I'll just drive over there. But, you know, when I, he, and I still have his address. He said, when you get to this place, text me and you'll be close. So I was like, when, he, when I get there, I'll text him and tell him, hey, you know, I changed my mind. So I drive, long story short, I, so I drive. I get <laughs> no, there, I love you know, how you're dragging. No, no, no. I, but I love how you're dragging this out in <laughs> every step of the way. You're like, I'll just, you know, I'll take oh, a shower, was, but, you know, just to get clean because I'm not really going, but you're still yeah. fucking going. I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah, so I, I put on the, the stockings and and I put everything on and then I just put jeans over over everything and a t-shirt and then I had a backpack and I put some high heels in the backpack and a few other things in the backpack and then uh, put go to the car, I drive and then I text him and he texts back right away and he gives me the address and he says... It's, you know, this is the, the neighborhood, but there's no parking. He said, so park, you know, on this corner, there's parking. And then you walk up, it's, you know, to this house. And he said, the front door is open. Go in the front door. And, you know, right to the, the left is the basement door. Go straight to the basement. Uh, get, you know, get ready. And I'll be down when I'm down. And I'm like, so I go and I drive by the house first and it's a nice house and I'm thinking well all right 
been here, but I'm going to leave. So I park and I'm sitting there, you know, there's no way I'm going to get and walk up to this house. And I thought, well, I'll just walk up there, but I'll knock on the door and talk to them. I get to the door and the, the screen door is closed, but the front door is open. And I'm like, fuck, you know, what should I do? You know? yeah. And he said, just walk in. So I, so I open up, you know, this house I've never been to. I open up the door. I walk right down the basement and it's the picture that I've seen. It's got, he's got like two rooms, really nice rooms and really nice setup of a lot of nice stuff. They, they put a lot of money into it. But it feels like the house is like empty. Mm-hmm. So, and I've never seen this guy. I don't know what he looks like. I don't oh, know anything right. about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know how old for sure he is. I yeah. think he's older than me. But so I remember out of all the crazy, kinky things I've done, by far, my, my heart's pounding. And I'm just down there and I'm like, well, I should just leave. Well, then I realize I'm unbuttoning my pants and taking oh, off my, my clothes. I'm standing here. <laughs> I'm standing here in this this white outfit, and I'm putting my high heels on, and I'm thinking, well, I hope he likes it, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm just, like, so, so, by now I'm just like, fuck it, you know? I can, you know, I'm going to try this, and I really hope he likes it. And now I was kind of into it, and I was, like, just kind of like, all right, this is going to be cool, and... You know, I, I hope I hope this is it. I'm sitting there looking in the mirrors and everything. Well, then finally I hear some walking around upstairs, and I hear that, and I'm like, I mean, my heart's just fucking pounding. I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god, yeah. So then finally I hear like walking down the stairs, but it's like not, it's like, you know, step, step, step. I'm like, oh, please, please. <laughs> finally, you know, at the bottom of the stairs, here this guy comes walk around the corner. And he's wearing like just just like gym clothes, nothing fancy, and walks right up, right up to me, and says my name. And I remember like, oh my god, <laughs> like I can't believe I'm here. And as he gets close, he like gets way closer than than you would normally get. And he's basically almost talking in my ear. And he's like, hey, I'm glad you made it. You know, this, we should have some fun and and just relax and we'll have fun. And I was said, uh, okay. And he's like, okay, sir. <laughs> I'm like, um, yes, sir. So then he reaches like over and he just grabs the front of my panties. And he's got his hand, just he's just holding his hand there. And I remember I kind of like winced a little bit. And he said, are you nervous? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I am nervous. And he just keeps holding on to my my panties and he doesn't say another word and I feel myself starting to get kind of hard and he said you don't feel that nervous and I remember I was so fucking embarrassed I was like oh my god I can't I can't believe this and I'm like trying to not get a heart on mm-hmm. which is not possible you know? so, yeah so I'm just standing there and I, I, I probably the most almost the most like naked even though I wasn't I've ever felt just and he just had this this presence, you know, like this dominating presence. And I was like, holy fuck, you know, I can't believe I'm here. But I was like, this is kind of cool. So he said, you know, let's get you tied up. And I was like, you know what, that sounds cool because I love being tied up. Mm-hmm. So we walk over to this chair. He's got a chair and there's ropes hanging on a wall right behind it. 
and he's very, very good at what he does. I've been tied up a lot, but within just a couple minutes, my hands are tied really tight to the back of this chair and I can't, I can't move at all. And I mean, he's really good at what he does and, but not like pinching tight, just like this guy knows how to tie ropes. I was like, that's, that feels good. Mm -hmm. So then he said, can I blindfold you? I said, sure, you know, that's, that's cool. So he puts this blindfold on me and I've had blindfolds on me, but they're always like, you know, you can kind of look down under your nose a little bit and all that. He puts this blindfold on it. It's like a padded blindfold and everything's black. I can't see anything, mm -hmm. nothing at all. And I was like, well, that's kind of a cool feeling because I've never been that. You know. So here I am sitting in this chair and he's, the only thing we had talked about was I told him, you know, I don't want a whole lot of pain. I'm just not into that. And he's like, I don't like to give a lot of pain. He's like, I just like to play and be sensual and, you know, tease and, and tease and deny all that kind of stuff. So I was like, that sounds like, you know, a lot of fun. So he ties my legs down real tight. And then my legs are kind of spread open a little bit. And he said, are you still nervous? And I'm like, yeah, I'm really nervous. And we hadn't talked, all we talked about was I didn't want a lot of pain. We hadn't talked about anything else. And I knew other shit could be on the table. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know where I stand with anything. You know, I just, I can't believe I'm here. And, you know, I'll just play those, you know, if, if anything else comes up, I'll just play it by ear. And, and, and he seemed like, you know, so he asked me, what, what are you nervous about? And I said, I don't know. I just don't know what all is going to happen. Well, then I can feel he's standing in front of me, but he's not touching me. And then I just feel his thumb like on my chin and he kind of pushes my, my mouth open and he puts his dick right in my mouth. Oh my goodness. And I remember. And I remember I knew exactly what it was, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hard. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. It wasn't hard at all. And it just like sets it in my mouth and I can smell him and I can obviously kind of taste and my mouth, I still have my jaw open, and I'm like, oh, my God. This, you know, I thought we were going to talk about this. <laughs> and he said, this is what you're nervous about. And I just sat there, and he just, he doesn't move. He doesn't say another word. And we're just sitting there. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I kind of close my mouth a little bit, and I start moving my tongue. And he backs up, and he starts laughing, and he said, you're a natural. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you're not nervous about that. <laughs> And my, like my fucking head was spinning. And he said, the great thing is, he said, is you're going to be begging for that. And I'm like, no. And he said, you've already, you've done it now. He said, so the seal's broken. He said, you could do that for the rest of your life. Or he said, you're, you know, and he's giving me a hard time about it. And he's like, don't worry, you'll be begging for it. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so, but okay. So then he, he like does all kinds of different stuff and I mean he was really good he like he did all kinds of teasing and and some clothes pins and some you know a little bit of spanking and nipple play and he did a whole bunch of stuff to my cock that you know I'd be really super hard and then I wasn't and he I mean he just made my fucking head spin and um I didn't we hadn't talked about how long we were going to play so I lost track of time I was blindfolded the whole time and I was just blindfolded and moved around and he tied me different ways, standing up, laying down. And I mean, it, he was, it was a lot of fun. It was, and I really was into it. I was like, this is, 
fucking cool and he had vibrators and all kinds of toys and and some things hurt and some didn't and and even the few things he said you know remember he kept telling me remember what you like so you can tell me when we're done he said because next time will be better and i'm thinking i don't know if there's gonna be a next time but i'm just gonna enjoy it now right and so i'm the whole time i'm i'm i just kind of relaxed i was really getting into it and then he had me late i was kind of stretched out on like a, a table, like a padded table, and I was all stretched out. And he, like, comes over and he, he pulls me forward a little ways. So, like, my head's right at the very end of the table. And then he takes the, the blindfold off me, and he had turned the lights down quite a bit, but it still seemed really bright because I've been blindfolded for so long. I don't know how long we've been playing. And he's standing there. Now he doesn't have any clothes on. And he's standing right in front of me. And he's rubbing like this, kind of, it's, on one side it's scratchy, on the other side it's real soft, kind of, you know, rag or something on his hand, you know, like a glove, and he's rubbing it on my back. And in one direction it kind of hurt, and in the next direction it was really soft and felt good. And he was just kind of doing that, and he was going, and he'd go all the way down, he'd touch my butt with it, and, and I still was wearing my outfit. And he kind of touched that, you know, and, and kind of pushed the, the top of the panties down and do that. And it felt really good. And then every time he did that, he'd kind of lean into me. So his, his like, dick was getting, like, closer to me. And he's kind of, like, half hard. So one of the times as he did that, he kind of bumps right in my face. I open up my mouth. And I kind of, like, reach out to, as much as I could. And he stands there. And I'm trying, like, to, to like, put it in my mouth. And... He won't move. He won't get any closer. And I remember I'm like leaning for it. I'm trying to like stick my tongue out and I barely touch it with my tongue. And he laughed and he said, I told you you were going to beg for it. Yeah, <laughs> like, fucking and I remember, oh my God. <clears throat> He's a professional. Yeah. He's boundary pusher. Groomer. Oh yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and my, my head was spinning so much and I felt so good. Yeah. And he, just, I was just the endorphins and all that. So I'm sitting there. And I'm still kind of adjusting to the light and I'm just looking at this cock and I'm like, put it in my mouth. And I'm like, Hey, you know, lean forward a little bit. And he said, I told you you're going to beg for it. And I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, look, please, you know, come forward. He's like, that's not begging. So I'm like, okay, please, pretty please. He's like, no, I can't hear you. So he keeps doing that. And he like, it's like teasing me. And he's still doing the thing on my back, which I, it just, I was so, because I'd been, he'd used like a flogger. So all my skin is so sensitive that everything he did felt, you know, really like the scratching kind of hurt. And then the soft felt really good. And he was just keeping me in that kind of state of, of you know, just kind of that euphoria. And every time he'd do that, he'd get kind of closer to me. And I kept saying, stop, please. And he's like, you know, I can't hear you. So I was getting louder. So pretty soon he's standing back and he's just looking at me and he's like louder. So it was like almost out of body because I'm laying there and he's, he's saying louder, louder. And I am screaming, please, sir, can I suck your cock? And I'm screaming. Wow. And I'm like, this is bizarre. Right. It's like, I, this isn't something I thought of. But at the time, I really, really wanted to. And I was like. I've never done that before, but I was like, I'm looking at, I'm thinking, this is what I want to do to it. I wanted just, and I'm tied up real tight. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, and I'm like, like screaming for it. So he gets me off the table 
and he ties my hands up above my, my head. And I thought he, that was going to happen then. And he does some more stuff, and, and then he kind of walks by, and he's kind of bumping into me with his cock. And I said, you know, if you lower me, you know, I'll try and make you happy. And he's like, well, you got to ask for it. So now I'm standing up. I'm screaming really loud. I'm literally begging him to, to untie me so that I can suck his cock, and I'm screaming it. Yeah, that's what he kept saying, louder, louder, louder. So I'm like screaming. I'm like, how bizarre is this? That I'm, I'm, and I was like, out of all the cool stuff that he was doing, that was what I wanted the most. And it was just, my head was spinning. So he ends up untying me completely and kind of stands there for a minute. And he's like, hey, you know, we're done. You've done fantastic. You know, hope you had fun. And I mean, my head's still spinning. And I remember he kind of reached down because he had, pulled my panties down and my cock and everything had been out of them. He had tied up my cock and balls at different times and everything. So I wasn't even hard then, but I remember he reaches down and he pulls my panties up and he's kind of looking at him. He said, if I remember right, your cock was going this direction. And like tucks my cock in the, the same direction it was from the very beginning of the night. And I was like, this guy pays attention to details. You know? so yeah. He's like fixes my panties and I'm just standing. I'm not tied up. I'm just standing. I'm letting this guy adjust my, my panties and my garter. And, and I'm like, Oh fuck. And I didn't, by then I wasn't even really embarrassed about the outfit or anything. I was like, this guy is cool. So uh, he walks, he's like, you know, hopefully he had fun and everything. And then he kind of steps back and, he said, you know, do you want some water? And I was like, you know, yeah, I'd love some water. So he walks over and he sits down on, on his, he's got like a love seat. And he said, there's water right there. And he's got like a, a you know, water thing. So I, remember I walked over and I got the water. I took a sip. I turned around and I walked right over to his love seat, spread his legs and just started blowing him. And was just like, I mean, it was like in a trance. I just couldn't, couldn't wait to get over there and couldn't. And he, he went with it, and I remember I just sat there, and I mean, I, I just, it was the first time I had done it, and it felt like I had done it a thousand times, and and then I even, I could tell when he was almost getting close, and I remember I even slowed down a little bit, because I was like, I don't want this to stop yet, and I was, and I remember at the back of my head thinking, you know, who are you? <laughs> How is right? this happening, you know? Yeah, 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 you're like a third person and, looking in at yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but I, 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 you know, was enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And then I could even tell that I was like rock hard too. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is, you know. So then finally, as I could tell, you know, I could like feel that he was getting close. And he tells me, you know, I'm going to come. And I thought, and I'd be even thinking, you know, am I going to swallow? What am I going to do? And then I thought, I just, I don't think I can swallow. So remember, I, I pulled it out and I was like kind of holding the base of it. And it shot, he kind of moved my hand a little bit and it shot onto my, like my cheek and then a whole bunch on my shoulder and on my, on my chest, but there was some on my cheek and, uh, he kind of like rubbed himself, finished it off and sat there. And I was like, I can't believe this, <laughs> I can't believe this happened, but I could tell right when he came that he just wasn't that horny anymore. Cause it's, I, I was still, and I was like still in this euphoria and he's like, you know, I don't know, he said something about, you know, good job or whatever. And I was like, this is just so bizarre. So I'm sitting there and I could smell his cum on me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So 
I stand up and there's a roll of paper towels on top of the water cooler thing. And I walk over and I grab the towels and he goes, what are you doing? I said, I was going to wipe it off. He said, the fuck you are. Don't move. <laughs> so he said, put those down. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> he said, you're not wiping anything off. So I'm standing there and I've got this on me. It's on like my, my top that I would have on. There's lace on the top of it and it's kind of sticking to that. So it's, it's, I'm standing there, I was going to wipe it off. And he's like, no, you're not wiping it off. You, you leave that on. And he said, do you want to go and have a beer? And I was like, you know, yeah, that sounds, that sounds cool. And I thought he meant like go somewhere and have a beer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That sounds cool just to kind of think about all of this. And he was, he was, a, he was a cool dude, you know, like real smooth. So I was like, you know what? I, I think that'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So he walks over and I folded my clothes and everything. And he picks up my clothes and my backpack and he just walks upstairs and he's naked. So I'm standing there and he's like, come on. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll get dressed upstairs. Mm-hmm. But we walk upstairs and we go to the, we walk into the kitchen and the, he opens up the, he's opens up the refrigerator and there's a couple of beers, you know, they pull that beers and he's like, we'll have a beer here. Well, by that time, his wife comes walking in. <laughs> and she was home the whole time. And I had no idea. I hadn't heard anybody else. They were saying about that. She comes walking down and he introduces us. <laughs> I'm and sorry, but I'm, I'm obsessed there. with your story. It's <laughs> so great. <laughs> I, I'm just standing there yeah. and I'm, I'm wearing this outfit that any other time I, I liked having women see me dress like that. Yeah. But now I'm mortified that she knows I got dressed up for her husband like this. So I'm, it's, it's like a complete 180 where any other time I'd be mortified that some guy saw me like that. Now I'm completely mortified that she knows that I got dressed like I'm still wearing these high heels. Yeah. And I've got cum on my face and on my shoulder. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my, her husband's cum. Oh and, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And she, so, so I'm just fucking mortified. I'm like, I cannot, believe this is fucking happening i am so embarrassed so he hands me the beer and then he walks down the hallway to like where their bedrooms are so now i'm just standing there with just her mm-hmm. and i'm so embarrassed and she laughs and she kind of puts her finger in this cup that's on my my shoulder and she puts her finger in and then licks it off and said well it sounds like you got what you were begging for Wow. Because she could hear me. I've been down there yeah. screaming. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say. I was just kind of quiet. And she just laughed and she said, this is a crazy house. She said, you'll get used to how crazy it is. And I'm like, holy fuck. I, I'm never coming back. I'm so embarrassed. You know, I just, I was just mortified. And I couldn't believe how mortified, like I was wishing he'd come back. Cause I, and it was exactly the opposite of normal. So and she was really, really super nice. So then it, he comes back. We talked for a little bit. And uh, I said, you know, I think I'm going to get going. And he's like, he said, yeah, that sounds good. So as I get ready to leave, I go and I'm looking for paper towels again. And he said, I told you, you're not wiping it off. It's still on my cheek. So I put my T-shirt on. And he said, when you put your shirt on, do not let that come off. So I put my T-shirt on. And I was going to take the top off. And he said, put your T-shirt on over there. I'm standing in the kitchen getting dressed in front of them. So I put my T-shirt on. And the cum just soaks right through. It's it's still sticky. so But you can still kind of see it. So you can see like this 
like stain on my shoulder and I've got it on my cheek. And uh, I get all dressed and then he tells me, he goes, here's your final thing. He said, you need to go to a convenience store. And he said, and I want a picture. You're going to text me a picture of you standing there talking to the clerk at the convenience store. He wow. said, you're going to tell the clerk you have to send a picture. I'm like, yeah, thanks. All right, bye. <laughs> so I get in the car and I'm sitting in the car for a while and I'm like, holy shit, I'm really, really horny because I hadn't had, you know, nothing, had, I, I had to come or anything and I'm horny, but my head's spinning and stuff. So the next thing I know, I'm driving to 7-Eleven and I go in there and I'm talking to the, the girl working there and I said, hey, and she's like looking at me and I think she could see what I had something on under my shirt, you know, that was, so I said, Hey, do you mind if I take a picture? I said, my friend wants, you know, just a picture. She's like, yeah, whatever. She's kind of laughing about it. So I text a picture to him. And right after I text it, he calls and I'm on speaker and I can hear his wife laughing. And, she, and he says, Hey, that's a good picture. And she's laughing. She's like, I didn't think you'd ever do that. And she's like laughing, but having a good time about it. So I end up, uh, you know, I go home, I kind of digest it for a day or two. And he, then he ends up uh, uh, texting me. I remember I went home and I just went to sleep. I didn't jack off. Not, I was just like, I got to think about this. <laughs> I don't know where I feel on everything. So then it was like two days later, he texted me and I was home. And he's like, hey, give me a call if you can. And I remember I went and I put on uh, like some panties before I called him. I was laying there just in panties. And when I called him, he said, so what are you wearing? And I'm like, um, panties. <laughs> he's like, I figured you probably would be. It's like almost like he knew, you know. So we kind of talked. And he's like, did you have fun? And, and he was just like smooth again. So then we decided that we were going to go to, to uh, like a lunch. And uh, he said, we're going to wear an outfit. You know, surprise me with a cool outfit. So here I am digging through like, you know, my stuff again, trying to find you know, what does he want red? Does he think, do I want to wear black? And so I'm putting on like garters and hose and everything that was all black this time. And I, and I wanted to go meet him for lunch. I thought this would be fun. So we go to lunch and when I get there, he's already got a booth. And when he stands up, we like kind of half, you know, kind of a man hug kind of a thing. It's out in public. And then as I go to sit down, he goes, hold on a minute. And he like pushes me into the booth and he puts me like next to him in the booth. And then sits down, and I was like, I just felt like small, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there, you know, talking. And I'm sitting next to him. It was weird. And the waitress comes over, and she doesn't really think twice about it. And then we order beers, and we're talking. And he's like, "So what outfit did you wear?" And he was feeling like he touched my, he could feel my thigh, and he could feel like the, the clasp for the garter. And I said, "Well, it's not one you haven't seen it." And he said, "Well, I want to see it." And I said, "Okay, you know." how and he said go to the bathroom and take pictures and text them to me so i get up and i do that and i text him pictures and then when i come back he's got his phone out he's talking to the waitress and he's got the picture of me standing in our bathroom with my pants down holding my shirt up with my outfit and he's got it on his phone that the waitress can see and she just kind of smiles at me he gets out of the booth and puts me back down and and she's just kind of like she can see what I was wearing. I mean, the whole thing, it was just, this guy can just make your, your head spin, you know? Wow. So, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it was, and 
I should have been mortified, but instead I was like, that's kind of cool, you know, and she was, the waitress, she didn't care. So I remember we, we had lunch and we just kind of talked and everything. And then that was when he was like, you know, so when do you want to come over again? And I was like, um, you know, hopefully soon. And uh, uh, he's like, you know, how about, uh, it was like the next day or day after. And I was like, you, you name the time, I'll be there. So I went back and, and then that time I stood there and I talked to his wife first. I was just in street clothes and talked to her and I was like, it's so weird to have her there and she knows that we're going to go downstairs and play. So we're standing there talking, but I was feeling a little more comfortable because they're just so, so smooth and she's like super nice. She's like, uh, you know, hey, good to see you back. And then, you know, cool. And then she's offering me a beer and we're standing there talking and he's in and out of the bedroom and doing stuff and her, just her and I are talking. And then uh, she said something about, you know, are you going to stay late tonight? I was like, I don't know, you know, whatever, whatever you guys want me to do, you know, what I don't want to in, in, intrude or whatever. And she said, Oh no, you're not intruding. She said, I have a, a friend coming over also. She said, so, you know, it'll just be a fun night. So as we're standing there and I'm still just kind of in regular street clothes. Uh, she said, you know, if you want to go change or whatever, if you need to get a backpack with me and, and <laughs> like, you know, what the hell? So I go in their, their like powder room. And then I'd work, I brought like kind of a, it was kind of a really frilly, uh, there was a lot of pink and white to it. And it was real frilly, you know, panties and, and just like a top and no, no hose or anything, but it was like a, like a nightgown kind of a thing, but it was super, super frilly. And I really liked it. So I came walking out and she walks over and she kind of looks at it and there's like some ruffles on the butt. And she said, oh, he must have told you how much he loves ruffles. And I'm like, no, I, I didn't know that. And she said, oh, fuck, he loves ruffles. You're going to, you know. So he comes out and he lifts up the back and he's like, oh, those are beautiful. I like them and everything. So we're standing there talking about the ruffles on my butt. And then here comes somebody just walking in the house. And it's a guy that she's going to hook up with that night. And now all four of us are standing there. And I'm like, just now I'm back to being mortified. I'm like, some dude sees me dressed like this. And the whole thing, it was just like, it was almost like, I can't, you know, I had to kind of calm down again and stuff. So he and I went downstairs and, and we played again and it was just as much fun. And then I remember when we came up, they had obviously done their stuff and everything. And they were watching a movie and my clothes were still in the bathroom in the, the powder room. So I was, kind of still wearing my outfit and they were sitting there watching a movie and we stood there and talked about the movie the guy that she was with i guess he was pretty open-minded he didn't seem to think much of it um so you know off i went and um now since then i've been over there they've had couples there at different times um one time i i ended up they were having a swingers party but I stayed in the basement and he just came down a couple of times and played with me and then went up and did the swinger thing. And nobody else even knew I was down there except for him and her. And that was kind of cool when they were all done. I remember going upstairs and they were kind of telling me about the good and bad of their party. They had different couples over and stuff. And um, so then since then now, I mean, it's been several months. I've probably, I've played with him quite a few times. And then uh, like for my birthday, uh, he said for a birthday, you know, he said, oh, we're going to do something special. 
I was like, all right, you know, whatever you want to do. And he invited me over and on my, uh, profile, you know, there's, I list some other things and we, and I'd never even talked about them. And I figured he wasn't into them, but so for my birthday, when I got there, he had actually, uh, ordered online because I know you had like people with diaper fetishes yeah, and he'd ordered some diapers online for me. And that was, I was mortified because I had not talked to him about that. I had listed it on there and I even have a picture of me in a diaper in one of my pictures, but we had never talked about it or anything. So for that night, um, it was cool. We ended up, we watched a movie and he put me in a diaper and a t-shirt. And then the three of us just sat there and watched a movie. And I remember uh, she was even just asking questions about it, but she was like, cool about it. She's like, I don't know anything about this. And she's asking and and he's like i didn't know much about it and i you know started you know finding it and he's like so i ordered these diapers on amazon and and puts me in everything and then so i ended up i ended up staying the night in their bed with them for my birthday and and they i was just in a diaper and a t-shirt and nothing really happened but it was just i remember like laying there in bed and it, it was me next to him and then she was on the other side and just thinking, this is so fucking bizarre that now I, and I remember holding his hand like half the night and it was just, it was cool. So, so now we, you know, we've, I don't know how many times we've played now and kind of hang out and it's just a bizarre situation. So, I mean, I, the only, it's like my mouth has been open this whole day. It's like, holy fucking shit. This whole story is fascinating from beginning to end, I need to have this couple on my show. I love your angle. Now <laughs> I want their angle. I mean, how do you feel now? Like when you look back and you're telling this story and when you hear it, it's even going to be more bizarre to you because you're going to be hearing your story from as a third person. But it's so funny because you were sort of looking at it the whole time as a third person, you know, kind of like moving along, yeah. like subconsciously saying yes, when consciously you were saying like, no fucking way. And like, here you are, you know, on the other side, now, you know, you, you go willingly and you're into it and all that stuff. So how do you feel about the, like, do you look back and think like, oh my God, I can't believe I said no to all this guy on guy stuff in the past because I actually really like it. Or, you know, how do you feel about the fact that you crossed the line and did that? Um, at first, you know, I didn't really have any regrets at first because yeah. it was just like, you know, one and done. Yeah. One and done. It's not going to happen again, but it was cool. Um, and then like after like the second or third time, then I was like, all right, what the fuck's wrong with me? And then I started thinking, you know, it's just fun. You know, I was yeah. like, I'm not hurting anybody. They're having fun. Mm-hmm. She's, she's cool. And she's been so cool about it. So, I mean, I've, the, the, all the different things we've done now, um, I don't really, I don't have any regrets, but it's like, not like, um, I don't, I don't, uh, like see a guy now and think, Oh man, I want to do something with that guy. I don't, yeah. I don't we even classify myself mm-hmm. as, as even, you know, not, not even remotely by. Yeah. But when I see him, it's like just whatever I can do for him. And there, there's, he made it real clear that there's not a chance I'm ever going to any of their swingers parties. It's like two different, two different groups. Right. And he said, you know, they're going to, nothing gets to happen to her. I'm, I'm his toy is what he said. And, and it's a it's a different feeling. I've I've felt very submissive to female doms 
a lot of times and had a lot of fun. I've never felt as submissive as I do to him. Wow. Just because I think it's there's so many weird there's just so many weird dynamics to it. Yeah. That I feel more submissive to him. It's f- fucking fascinating. All of it is fascinating. Seriously. It's like a great story. You told it so well. I didn't have to say one word from beginning to middle to end. <laughs> it was great. At one point, you're like, I'm going to make a long story short. I was like, please, no. This is like the greatest. I love everything <laughs> about it. It's really fascinating. It really, really is. I'm sure you're just as fascinated because you just, you, you never, like, you never thought this would ever happen. I totally get that mentality. Um, and I love it. I love the whole story. I mean, at the end of the year, when I do my, where are they now? I'd love to know like what's going on with you and this couple. And like I said, like, please, (laughs) if you could get them to call in, I think it would be so interesting. Um, but even with that, without them, your story is fascinating. I think it's even more interesting from your side. Cause a lot of times I would be talking to that couple, right. And they're telling me what they're doing, but to hear it from your side, I think is really great. I I think he kind of groomed you. Okay. Maybe, I don't know what people are going to say. It's such a great episode. (laughs) I so <laughs> thankful that you called in and shared it because I don't feel like I've had anything on quite like this. There's so, I mean, we're at an hour, so I'm going to wrap it up. But there's so many layers to it, though, that we can't get into. But I don't think we need to. <laughs> I just think, like I said, the story from beginning, middle to end, the way you told it was like perfection. And you just don't need me to say anything except thank you so much <laughs> for, call, for calling in, yeah, Robert. Ever, I was good. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to talk to you a long time ago about, I don't know if you're ever interested, you've done a couple of the the adult baby, you know, yeah. diaper lover kind of things. But I've also, I've, I've uh, one of the doms, you know, one of the scenarios I've done several times is I like the adult baby stuff. So I've been to like professional babysitters and they're, they're women who, you know, will do the whole whole thing, you know, at a, at a cost of nursery set up and all that. I don't think you've had anything like that. And I'd be happy to kind of tell you all about that too, which is maybe something that would interest you, which is a whole nother dynamic. Yeah, totally. For sure. We'll talk about that off air right now. This fucking stands alone. I love it. But anyway, thank you so much, uh, Robert, for calling in and sharing your story. It was perfect. Okay. Thank you. Be in touch. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.